0: This episode of Vegas Revealed is sponsored by Targeted Tax Relief. Do you need peace of mind and want the IRS off your back for good? Do you dread getting the mail or filing your taxes? Targeted Tax Relief specializes in resolving really tough issues with the
1: IRS. Yeah, whether you're someone who has the IRS on your back because of owed taxes or maybe you're an accountant or a CPA with clients who have tax issues, Targeted Tax Relief can help. Targeted Tax Relief's enrolled agents can directly negotiate with the government on your behalf. They can come up with a debt resolution settlement. Give
0: Tracy and her team a call at Targeted Tax Relief today. The number is 888-843-4113. You'll get a free consultation so it doesn't hurt just to pick up the phone and call. An operator is standing by 24 hours a day to take your information down. And keep this in mind, it is confidential and secure. The number again, 888-843-4113.
1: Or go to TargetedTaxRelief.com.
0: It's Vegas Revealed episode 106. Luke Bryan just debuted at Resorts World, and man, he was on fire.
2: You know, I'd like to take, um, I'd like to take some personal credit, and uh, you know, just getting rid of the mask mandate. I really appreciate that.
0: Luke also just added new dates, and why he's been in a social media back and forth with Nevada's governor. That's coming up.
1: The L.A. Comedy Club moves into a bigger room at the Strat. The red carpet opening night had everyone talking about ditching the mask indoors.
2: It makes it feel like it did before. It's going to be nice to kind of see those mask jokes go away, I'll be honest.
1: And we have more interviews from the red carpet.
0: Plus, tons of new shows just announced. We have a rundown. One will take you to Margaritaville. Another will have you laughing for days.
1: (laughs) All right, let's spin that wheel right now. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 106. It is Dana Roselli, along with Sean McAllister. Uh, Having a nice week in Vegas, a little cooler than it has been lately. But, Sean, last weekend I was at the pool. Did you Uh, see me?
0: I did. (laughs) You were laying out. You had some friends out there at the pool,
1: too. I was saying there was more people at the pool last weekend, when it was in the 70s, than there are in the summer, (laughs) because I think it was more comfortable.
0: (laughs) I mean, this is... Listen, this is the trade-off you get living in Las Vegas. In the summer, you get three months when it's really ridiculously hot. Mm -hmm. But the rest of the year and during the winter, it's extremely mild and absolutely beautiful. And you can sit at the pool sometimes in February (laughs) and it's 75 degrees outside. It's beautiful.
1: I know. It's so true. We've got a bit of a cool cool down, but you know, that's also nice because you get some more sweater wear in and all that kind of thing. And then we'll, we'll bounce back quick.
0: (laughs) We will. We will. By, by March, we're going to be Roaring like lions and Mm -hmm. ready to rock those swimsuits. Well, I don't know if we'll be ready to rock the swimsuits, but...
1: We'll be breathing fire.
0: Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. (laughs) Um, Listen, want to talk quickly about the Super Bowl halftime show. I mean, you know, obviously it's been a bunch of days since and most people have, you know, hashed it out and discussed it. But uh, the little bit of Vegas that we feel we can bring to the conversation is you and I chatting about how that would be like the best residency show ever.
0: I mean, if it was a Kings of Hip Hop residency show and they each had their own set within the 90 minutes, that would be the best gig in the world for that group.
1: It really would. And if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, it was Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J, 50 Cent with a surprise appearance, coming in upside down, by the way, Eminem and Kendrick Lamar. So people were flipping out over this, especially if you grew up in the—you were a teenager in the 90s, right?
0: Oh, it was incredible. I was wishing that there was more Eminem.
1: Me too. And I was,
0: I was thinking at the end when all of them were up on top of the, you know, that mm-hmm. house or house. whatever they yeah. had, um, I was thinking they were going to all do a big, like, medley together. Right. And I wanted the show to keep on going.
1: I know. Everyone kept going, give me more halftime show. Yes. You know? I mean, I know everyone has their thoughts. Some people always love it. Some people say it's the best ever. Then everyone fights back and forth. No, this was the best ever. It was a great halftime show, I think. we We both agree. It was a lot of fun. But the one place that we were just discussing, like, where would this residency show go? We were like, the sphere that's being built, that big, huge globe near the Venetian. Because we've always wondered, like, what are they going to exactly use that for? Something different. But can you imagine... That would be a sellout, nonstop.
0: Oh, absolutely, and listen—if you haven't been to Las Vegas over the past couple years because of travel restrictions, you just feel safer at home. Whatever. There's this big uh, multi-use arena that's being built behind the Venetian, and it almost looks like uh, the the big ball at Epcot Center. Mm-hmm. You know that it big? Does.
1: Yes, I love that.
0: that. It looks like a big golf ball.
1: It does. Yeah. Well,
0: this is very similar except the whole outside is going to be an LED screen Mm -hmm. and will have capabilities to turn into pretty much whatever it wants to. But inside it's going to be used for uh, conferences, conventions, concerts, sporting events. And it looks like it's, well they talk about it being like, super state-of-the-art.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, right? It's it's MSG putting it on. And, like, if anyone wants to see an update on the construction, I posted something about a month ago when I was at the top of the Eiffel Tower at Paris. I got a really good video of it. It's on my social media. I'll put it on the Vegas Revealed social media, too. But it's really coming along. And I think it's supposed to open, like, mid-2023, So I'm looking forward to it. Me too. So anyway, we'll see if that happens, right? Maybe that's our that's our two cents. The Kings of Hip Hop at the Sphere,
0: (laughs) just throwing it out there on the Vegas vision board.
1: All right, let's talk Luke Bryan. He had a fantastic opening night that you and I were lucky enough to be a part of at Resorts World. Did we have a fun night or what? (laughs) That was
0: a blast, and I feel like it was the first time we saw a bunch of our, you know, friends, colleagues in the Vegas entertainment sphere in a really long time. It was the first time we were all kind of together in a room
1: without masks on without
0: masks on <laughs> yeah and every that's what everyone was saying they're like oh my gosh I forgot what your face actually looked like it's been so long
1: I know that was a lot of fun we had a great little oh it was just a re- kind of reception thing that we were able to be a part of then we went down to the VIP room and we met Luke Bryan we got to stand in front of him he talked to the very small group of us about his excitement, because he hadn't actually done the show in front of an audience yet. Right. So we got to see, and he was nervous. He was like, and he was drinking his one margarita, two margarita, (laughs) and yeah, he played a couple songs for us. That was so much fun.
0: It really was, and I I think even he was having so much fun, the margarita got knocked over. He did. At one point.
1: (laughs) I think we have that on video. (laughs) um, So we're going to play some clips from the show as far as, you know, what Luke said to the audience and all that kind of thing but um let's just talk about some of the moments that to us stuck out as different for a vegas show i know the bridge that went up at the end Uh, was something that both you and i had never seen and he had this bridge that lifted up and went up to the balcony which was great because everyone up there sat back in the balcony didn't think they were going to get that close to luke and then that moment was great
0: i mean it really is it's this entire uh, steel bridge mechanism that, that lowers down from the ceiling inside the theater. And it's got this bridge, this ramp that goes and connects to the stage. Luke runs up there and he's on this bridge, essentially enabling him to give a front row experience to all the fans who are up in the balcony. Just a super cool thing that I have never seen done in, In a residency show Mm -hmm. here in Las Vegas, I know people have talked about oh, I've seen concerts where this entertainer or that entertainer have done something similar. Maybe, fair enough. I've seen similar things too, but never in a standalone residency show.
1: No. And I don't know about lifting that way. Like I've seen, I think it was Aerosmith did that bridge in the middle, went down the center. But yeah, I think it was like it an lived. arm
0: that stuck out yeah. from the stage.
1: Right. I mean, you know, but this was, you know. It gave it those, was so cool. Yeah, it gave those folks the biggest thrill. It was great. And he didn't just, like, pop up and pop down. He was up there. He was chatting with the audience. And he was
0: booty shaking up
1: there. He was. Maybe, you know what, let's play a clip.
2: Hey, you know the world is crazy right now, but everybody can still shake their ass and dance.
1: He was so personable. Sean, going in, I was not a Luke Bryan fan. And I mean, like, as in I didn't follow a lot of his music, right? I left a fan. And it was the best. I am like, this guy is fun. He's got energy. His songs are catchy. Uh, He put on a great show. And, you know, he didn't even change his outfit once. We didn't need to. No, he didn't. He just was, you know, entertaining.
0: He was. And, you know, we've talked about this here on Vegas Revealed before. I think the mark of really a great Las Vegas residency is when you go in seeing an entertainer who you haven't necessarily followed or been a huge fan of. But when you come out of that show, Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, my gosh, I want their music on my playlist now. I want to listen to them in the car, at the gym, out on a run, at, at parties. And that's what Luke did. And it is one big party.
1: That that and I want to go back to the show. I'm like, that was great. I mean, I couldn't take in all this the stage. Like, there was just so much going on and the shifting and the lights. And the when he came out, uh, we haven't posted some of the, like, opening and stuff like that on our social media yet. Because we like to, you know, when someone debuts, I like to give people... The chance, chance to, to see, see it. it and yeah. not spoil everything. But we'll put some of that up. But yeah, I mean, it just was fun. I want to go back and see Luke Bryan. And I'm, and you know what? We can because he added nine new dates. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. I love that.
1: <laughs> Most of them are in June. One's in August. And then there's two in September. So that's exciting. I think they'll be on sale by the 21st of February. And um, he was, let's let's hear from Luke. Now, you were shooting some video, So we were able to capture some sound. First of all, he really addressed the audience and, uh, you know, being the first audience to be at his show. Um, and then he really had some fun that it was also the first weekend that masks were off indoors in Las Vegas. Let's listen.
2: Now, this is an amazing night, guys. This is an amazing situation to, to, have, a, to have a place here in Las Vegas to call home and um, to play every night and have fun. This is opening night. And you guys were the first to buy tickets to my opening night ever. You know, I'd like to take, um, I'd like to take some personal credit um, in, in uh, you know, just getting rid of the mask mandate. I really appreciate that. I feel like the governor. I feel like the governor has saw that we're all coming here. He's just like, oh, just, just. It, it happens on my weekend. Shit, you. I
0: mean that gives you just a, a glimpse of the fun that Luke has on stage.
1: I learned a new word. Shit, yeah. <laughs> shit. What was that? Is that a country? Like,
0: <laughs> well, I think it's like a womba nation. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I need to yeah, use that. <laughs>
0: well, and as you heard there, uh, Luke was trying to take some credit, right, for uh, the mask mandate being lifted in the state of Nevada. Well, guess what the governor of Nevada caught wind of that and sent a tweet out to Luke Bryan. He said, uh, don't mean to crash your party, Luke, but I can't give you credit here. The credit actually goes to Nevadans and visitors who got vaccinated and boosted to protect everyone from COVID. Well, once the governor spoke, Luke had to respond and he said, dang, please, Mr. Governor, I was, I need a little credit. I was just playing around, honored to be playing music in your state. Come see the show anytime. And then the governor wrote back and yeah. said, yeah, I'd love to come over there and see the show. But I love that uh, Luke's already getting into some back and forth with Governor <laughs> Sisolak. <Sizzleack.
1: laughs> so funny. Yeah, he's, he's definitely a lot of fun. I saw a totally different side than I thought that I knew of Luke Bryan. I just... You know, occasionally see him judging TV shows. What's he at? The Voice, right?
0: American Idol.
1: Oh, yeah. American Idol. Whatever. Anyway. (laughs) I haven't watched
0: either of those in years.
1: I know. So, basically, uh, we enjoyed it. Um, And then, also, the theater was gorgeous. You and I chatted last week, and I said I hadn't been to the theater yet. You had to see Katy Perry. Katy Perry, Yeah. yeah. And gorgeous theater I loved it I mean anytime anything's new it's beautiful but I really really thought this was a great space and I felt like all the seats were good like you said
0: they, they are and what I also think is nice about it you know how some theaters when you go in and out before and after the show it can get super cramped and mm-hmm. crowded the theater is designed in a way where it's just such an open space that you don't feel like everybody's being funneled at, at yeah. one time. You True. Know? And so I like that about the Resorts World Theater.
1: I don't remember too much walking in, but I remember that VIP <laughs> how about, how party was really out? good. Yeah, walking out I remember. <laughs> All right, well, let's It talk- was a good party. It was a good party, Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the uh, Academy of Country Music Awards are coming to Las Vegas Yes. at Allegiant Stadium right at the uh, beginning of March. But speaking of Luke, Resorts World Theater has been nominated for an ACM award. So that's kind of cool. It's called Casino of the Year-Theater is the category. And it's presented to an outstanding theater or showroom within a casino selected by a professional panel of judges. So congratulations to Resorts World Theater. They're part of the five nominees, so we'll have to see if they are the big winner on March 7th.
0: And I have to believe that... It has something to do with having Luke Bryan, who's Mm -hmm. been Entertainer of the Year many times, and Carrie Underwood, who is a multi-ACM winning artist. Mm -hmm. Uh, Having both of those uh, performers on stage at Resorts World, I've got to believe that's going to... give them the edge.
1: Well, true. And like it gets those people in the theater, you know, and to to see it and stuff like that. So yeah, excited for Resorts World. Um, You know, I say it all the time. It's one of my favorite properties and the theater really blew me away.
0: And by the way, Dana, uh, speaking of the ACM Awards, uh, Monday, March 7th, uh, you're going to be on the red carpet.
1: Right. I'm scheduled to be on the carpet for the Vegas On show that you can see at visitlasvegas.com. Sean and I are correspondents for that show. We just wrapped up a couple shoots. I did something at Brewery Row. Sean did something at Topgolf and the Bellagio Fountains. Yeah, and then I'll be on the red carpet for the ACMs.
0: And another red carpet that uh, we were both just on, Dana, was at the L.A. Comedy Club. It was the grand opening of the Dragon Room over at the Strat Casino Hotel in Skypod. The Dragon Room... For the L.A. Comedy Club, it it moved locations. It used to be upstairs, and now they've built out a brand-new comedy club down right off of the casino floor. And they've done a terrific job with it. It's a great room.
1: It is. It's right next to McCall's Restaurant, and it is gorgeous. It's double the size that they had before. So they've got a lot more space there. There's a bar in there. They were so excited to celebrate this space, and it happened to be the exact day that the governor announced that he was, you know, changing the indoor mask mandate and saying, you know, it's taking place right now. It was literally that day, so it was great for them because that night the masks were off and they could really celebrate.
0: Yeah, and they were ready to celebrate, Mm -hmm. and we caught up with the owner of the club and some of the comedians to hear their take on the news that had just come down a couple hours before.
2: I knew that tonight was the, the grand opening, so I called the governor and I said, listen, it's Mo Sislak, right? What's his name? <laughs> well, it, it's good, because we feel like we've been putting pe- smiles on people's faces, and now we know we're putting smiles on people's faces because the masks are gone. So it's, it's good to see those smiles again. I said, listen, no masks. You gotta, you're going to have to lift the mandate so we can have a great grand opening. So he listens. It's the type of pull I have in this town. I don't know if you know that. Everyone being safe is obviously the most important thing, but it, it makes it feel like it did before. And it's going to be nice to kind of see those mask jokes go away, I'll be honest. Uh, and some new material to come out of this. I think it's time to turn the page and move on to the next chapter. It's hard to, yeah, it's hard to laugh when you have a mask on. But, yeah, now it's good. It's good now. Yeah. Yeah, well, a lot of it's an interaction, right? So co- comedy is a conversation with the audience. And it's a, it's it's it's... it's reading facial expressions. And when they don't see that, you know, they don't know sometimes if a joke's landing or if it's hitting. I can't wait to go out and just make everybody have a great time tonight. That's what it's all about. I'm so excited to see so many lovely people in this room! And that
0: was a a fun night, Dana. And something that you and I were talking about, aside from the L.A. Comedy Club, is how nice the casino is over there at the Strat.
1: Yes. And I was... After we went there, I was at a Super Bowl get-together, and I was telling everyone in the room, has anyone been inside the Strat? Because Sean and I, when we walk in there, we're always like, it is so nice, some of the renovations that they've done in there. And I think we talked about it about a year ago. Yep. um, And we just keep saying, we even walked by the sports book, and I thought, that is a nice sports book that I feel like I haven't heard anyone talk about recently. So FYI, if you're getting ready for March Madness, check out – The strat, it's got a great sports book. We were saying like the furniture, even like some of the like the fixtures and the art. Everything is really nice.
0: Everything it looks. uh, The owners over there have done a great job of uh, really just keeping it up to par Mm -hmm. and up to snuff and fresh. It's a yeah, it is. It looks nice and fresh and ready for. your money into those slot
1: machines. (laughs) And something we were going to mention in tips, but we might as well just mention it right now, actually. Uh, There's a McDonald's upstairs. And you and I were saying it's (laughs) rare to have a McDonald's in a hotel casino. And it's actually kind of nice when you don't want to do like the big dinner, you know, or lunch. you don't want to spend
0: a lot of money on a big meal. (laughs) Like sometimes just grabbing a burger or some nuggets to chow down on. Like it's a convenient thing. It
1: is. It is. So FYI, second floor. There's a McDonald's.
0: <laughs> All right, well, we've got a rundown of a bunch of shows that have just been announced, too, Dana.
1: Yeah, get ready to head over to Margaritaville. I've never seen Jimmy Buffett live, but I heard it's super... What do they call them, the Parrot Heads? Is that what they're... The fan, Parrot yeah. The, heads, the yep. fan base yep. of Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett and the Coral Reefer Band performing at MGM Grand Garden Arena Saturday, October 8th. That was just announced, and I know he really brings them in.
0: He does. Uh, Usher also on the move, you know from listening to past episodes, Usher had a residency over at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Uh, That ended, now he is over at uh, Dolby Live at Park MGM. And those shows, I think he has 23 shows uh, throughout 2022.
1: Yeah, that'll be good. I mean, people really enjoyed Usher at the Coliseum, so I think moving him into the park MGM is a great move, It is, and I'll look forward to seeing what he does on that stage, um, and glad that he has a place. You know, he left the Coliseum, but there's a lot of openings at the Coliseum now, so he actually probably <laughs> could are. have stayed.
0: Thanks, Adele.
1: Thanks, Adele. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Elvis Costello and the Imposters. I know they're super popular. They announced a one-night-only performance at the theater at Virgin Hotels. That's on September 3rd.
0: And Shania Twain, the country queen. She is back on stage over at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. Dana, you and I are uh, headed to see Shania.
1: That's right. And I haven't seen her at Zappos Theater yet, so I look forward to it. I saw her over at the Coliseum. And I was just chatting the other day with a girlfriend of mine, Melissa, who's going to come to Shania with me. And we are saying, you know, I mean, her songs are catchy. Her one album that both of us had had in college is just great. It's hit after hit after hit, and you can't help but sing them and love them.
0: You can't. It don't impress me
1: much. (laughs) Let's go, girls. I mean, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun.
0: It is. So we're looking forward. Uh, Shania, welcome back to Vegas. Uh, Keith Urban is uh, doing a a handful of shows over at Caesars Coliseum uh, in Vegas. Adele's absence. Right. Uh, it actually was, it just came out, he did an interview with People Magazine, Keith Urban did, and said that he received a very frantic phone call <laughs> after Adele canceled her shows, which we presumed mm-hmm. was the case. We
1: talked about it on the podcast. We did. That week when the Keith Urban shows were announced, we're like, we we're know he, he got the call to probably fill in some of those pockets, and he did.
0: Being a team player. Mm. And uh, yeah, Keith confirmed our suspicions <laughs> In the new People magazine. Um, but Keith is back on stage March 25th through April 22nd.
1: April 2nd.
0: Oh, April 2nd. Sorry. I had the twos yeah, on the no, brain. That's right. uh, so that's over at the Coliseum.
1: Over at the Cosmopolitan, they have Kevin Hart coming to the Chelsea. And that'll be funny. People love Kevin Hart. I've never seen him in person. Have you seen him do stand-up in I've person? I've not, no. no. But I've seen clips and stuff, and he's super funny. Uh, so popular that they actually had to add a couple more times. So his shows are July 2nd and July 3rd, but now they've added two showtimes. So they have a 7 p.m. and a 10 p.m., and again, that's at the Cosmopolitan.
0: Also at the Cosmopolitan, The Killers! Our Las Vegas band, they grew up here in Las Vegas, uh, they're doing, well, they announced one show over at the Cosmopolitan. It sold out almost immediately.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Insane. We knew that was going to be the case because there's always demand when there's a killer's show in Vegas. So they added a second date, uh, two more dates, actually. Mm-hmm. And if you can get a <laughs> ticket, you're lucky. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think the special thing about this show is it's a smaller venue, right? Yeah. It doesn't happen. Because they are doing, like, their arena tour. And I think they're coming to T-Mobile in August or something like that. But this is rare, special, and I think a lot of people wanted to be a part of that. And I'm glad they were up for adding dates, right? Um, One quick thing that just came in, actually, just a couple hours ago is, you know, and I know a lot of people love Motley Crue and Def Leppard and Poison and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. And they're all coming together for a special show at Allegiant Stadium Friday, September 9th. Wow. Yeah, it's the biggest North American stadium tour, apparently, uh, kicking off in June. A million tickets have already been sold. So five new shows added and Allegiant Stadium, one of them.
0: All right, should we get to tips?
1: Let's do it. Hey, here's a tip. If you'd like to see Sean and I in person, we will be at the Hard Rock Cafe on the Strip hosting another event that's taking place on March 1st. It's 5.30 to 8.30, and it's the debut of the Lionel Messi Burger. And this thing... Is no joke, Sean. It
0: is no joke (laughs) at all. If you're planning on coming out there, uh, I would suggest maybe uh, skipping breakfast (laughs) and skipping lunch. Maybe even skipping dinner the night before. Come hungry because this burger is... Colossal. It looks delicious. It
1: really does. We are having a meeting next week to talk about uh, some of the things that we'll be doing that night. So we'll keep you posted. But if you did want to come out and support and check out the new burger, Hard Rock Cafe on the Strip, right across from
0: New York, New York. New
1: York, New York.
0: Also, uh, at Area 15, that is uh, the complex of uh, retail, food and beverage, experiential.
1: Art installations, art installations,
0: <laughs> et cetera. Cool stuff,
1: Neon games, yeah.
0: Omega Mart is inside, and we've been over there for the podcast before. Uh, it's the first anniversary of Omega Mart. It's a very uh, difficult thing to explain. It
1: is. Sometimes we're like, eh, just go. Or,
0: <laughs> but is it is a feast for all of your senses.
1: It really is. I'm glad they're doing well and they're still open. But kind of, you know, and the tip, I guess, for folks that we wanted to pass along is, hey, they're, like Sean said, there are a lot of things going on at Area 15. If you haven't checked it out yet, it's actually right near the Strip. It's not very far. So if you're coming into Vegas or, you know, if obviously if you live here, they're just constantly adding new stuff there. And in fact, we know already that they plan to expand because we know someone that had to move out of a strip mall there because they're going to kind of like turn it into a parking bulldoze lot. Bulldoze it. <laughs> yeah, bulldoze it and turn it into a parking lot. <laughs> so um, there's a lot going on there. and They're always adding new things. People that go always leave with great stories and say it's so much fun. They can't wait to go back. So Area 15, happy anniversary to Omega Mart and then go check it out. They just added this thing that goes it you were trying to explain it to me that goes into the sky
0: Yes, it's really cool. So there's this metal structure. It almost looks like a a DNA strand. And in the middle of it, there's this big white balloon. And attached to the balloon is this circular uh, section of seats with a bar in the middle.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: So you go. This attraction is called Liftoff. It's a panoramic skyline experience. The balloon lifts all of the drinkers and riders <laughs> up off the ground to get a, a really unique view of Las Vegas you get to have a cocktail while you're that's up cool. there yeah so see, not bad
1: I, see I always see that one that down downtown bar that you have to like pedal Yes,
0: what is that's, that called that's fun too <laughs> I, I don't know, well, I don't know what it's bar. called the pedal bar
1: know. yeah something like that and I always look at that and go that'd be fun for like a hot two minutes until you get tired from pedaling <laughs>
0: Well, you know what the secret is that there's enough other people on there that you can lift your feet up off the pedals. But what
1: if everyone does it?
0: Well, I think they have a motor too. (laughs) Well,
1: anyway, they're both fun, but I always thought, I think I'd rather lift off than actually have to pedal. So that's my type of experiential bar. I got to check that out over at Area 15.
0: And hey, we want to give another quick thank you to our sponsor, Targeted Tax Relief. Uh, If you are in trouble with the IRS, you owe back taxes, wages getting garnished, all that stuff that nobody really wants. Targeted Tax Relief can help lift that burden off of you. Give a call. Just call for a free consultation.
1: It's easy. Just go to the website and take a look. The number's there. Uh, There's also a form there if you want to fill it out. It's confidential. It's secure. It's targetedtaxrelief.com. It's tax season, and this doesn't have to be done in tax season, but it's a good reminder, you know, of like, ugh, you know, because everyone starts thinking of taxes, and then you're like, sometimes when you've got that, you know, heavy burden on your shoulders, you're like, oh, yeah, I owe a lot to the IRS. Well, call Tracy and get it all handled.
0: Yes, she Listen, I was just talking with Tracy last night. <laughs> yeah, she
1: does our taxes,
0: and uh, she was like, "Listen, some people don't like to talk to the IRS. It scares them a little." And I was like, "But not you. You go nose to nose with yep. those IRS guys." I know. She was like, "Oh yeah, I can't and, wait to pick up the phone and talk to them." And
1: she feels. She always <laughs> says she feels so accomplished when it's you know job well done when she exactly. helps people. It feels so good. She loves doing it. We highly recommend Tracy. Again, TargetedTaxRelief.com. Thank you for sponsoring the podcast.
0: And we will be back with episode 107 next week.
1: Have a great week, everyone.